Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sonny, as you look through the case, you think you're looking at close to $50,000. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Sonny uh, throws a quick look back over her shoulder to where the others are just to make sure that no one's coming up. <laughs> and then um, I think that she's going to start trying to figure out where on her person she can begin to hide these stacks. <laughs> Like into the bra, you know, like down the the back and in the waistband of <laughs> the pants and stuff like that. Okay. Um, as much as she can, where it's not like noticeable. That makes a dent in the in the quantity that's in this case, but um, there's still a good chunk in there. Regretting having sliced open this case now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, just real quick. I think as she's doing this and she's like very excited, there's something that tugs at the back of her mind. Um. If I throw a look back over in the direction of where the figure, the first figure, like the silhouette was, mm-hmm. is there anything out there? You don't see anything. Okay. But there's one more thing I'll tell you that as you kind of 
move the case, the body that's slumped on the on the tree kind of buckles forward a little bit, and you're able to read on the back of the leather jacket, Necros MC. <laughs> and then there's a like a stylized patch of a Grim Reaper holding an eight ball, and on the <laughs> bottom it says Tucson AZ chapter. Mick said he had a motorcycle. I wonder if he knows anything about this. If there's nothing else kind of of interest, with the money hidden, a little bit of the money hidden, and um, the other stuff stashed away, not inconspicuously, maybe she'll play it off. I think she'll grab the gun, uh-huh. <laughs> the pistol from the hand, and she'll make her way back over. Although, can I just look at this ironwood tree real quick? Is there anything kind of interesting about the ironwood tree? Yeah, do, you can do a natural world on the tree. <laughs> Bloody hell. Unbelievable. So that is a hard success? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, you see, a, you see, um, you see a bullet hole. Like, there's damage of, of a firefight on and around the tree. There's blood spray. I'll have this be almost like a forensic analysis where what you're seeing here is like money is changing hands here. Something went sideways. Shots were fired. One of these things exploded. It looks like everybody was um, shot. But then you see a blood smear like on the reverse side of the tree as you move around. And then another little blood spatter a little further on. And these blood drops are kind of going off in the direction that you felt yourself being pulled. And so you get the sense that there was another person here who fled the scene. Okay, attention is fully back on the money, and she's going to hustle back over to where the other people are, because now uh, <laughs> safety in numbers feels like a good idea. Just just so I'm clear, you've got some of the money on your person stashed away in, in like little yes. uh, pockets and, and crevices, and is the case with you, or is it back at the scene? The way that you've asked that question, I'm going to bring the case with me. And just to be clear, there were no drugs on anybody. There was no, there was no just like loose drugs anywhere. You said you rifled through pockets and whatnot. There was a pack of cigarettes in pockets. You found like a like a wallet with like a license, uh, Rico Valdez. Weirdly, even though she's found this bag of cash, if there's any cash in the wallet, she will also grab that. <laughs> <laughs> like three dollars. Yeah, literally like three bucks into the bra. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> you can see like a business card from a from like a pool hall matchbook. That's like your cursory search. There were no other drugs. I just want to put out there that um, she's not like replacing things carefully. Like as she's rifling through things, they're just like flying over shoulders. So it's very obvious if anyone were to come on the scene that like someone has looted. Great. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> Meanwhile, many yards away, back in two guns, you're walking. Uh, you said towards that house, yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. following Hazel into the house. It looks like it might be a pretty far out place to meditate. Yeah, yeah. It's spooky, right? I said it was spooky vibes. There's a real charge here. We're going to need all the luck we can get. And she looks meaningfully at you, Eugene. And um, <laughs> <laughs> he grabs his spoon tight. <laughs> the door of the house is completely fallen in. And if you were walking in, just like palpable dust, the glass is shattered out, paint is hanging in ribbons from the walls and from the ceiling. It is desiccated and dry, and there is like a graffiti carved into the walls and planks. You're, you're seeing just like 
fuck you. Um, you're seeing like <laughs> gas, ass, or grass. No one rides for free. Um, <laughs> this kind of stuff. And um, nice, nice. screw you, Nixon. All this stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Phoenix is just kind of talking as Hazel leads the way, saying like, oh, I think it's so cool that you, you're carving your own path. You know, if you ever need like a friend to talk to or something, I've got Sky here as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the deal with Sky? Is this like your inner child or some trip like that? <laughs> child? No, not a child. Sky's like my, you know, like my trusted friend. Like we, <laughs> we go on these quests together, and uh, he kind of taps on Sky's compartment on her back and says, uh, "You know, if you if you really want to get to know Sky, then uh, you know maybe when the the whole gang gets together, we can uh, experiment." Well, okay. I'm glad to hear that Sky's such a good friend. And she leans over and looks at Sky in the eye. I can always use a friend, Sky. Gives him a little kiss on the beak. <laughs> Phoenix subtly wipes that kiss off the beak um, and kind of looks into. You can kind of see into Sky's soul through those big kind of white eyes that are that are painted on. He just kind of whispers, "It's it's okay. She's cool. It's okay." And. Groan. You hear the planks creak as Sonny walks in, unless you're not walking in. I will do my best to surreptitiously take the bag and stuff it in my bag in the van. Great. Mm. Um, so let's let's see if we can get rolls to see if who notices this, if anyone does. Maybe that would be your stealth against everyone's um, spot hidden. That's a regular success for me. I failed. I'm not going to spend luck on that. <laughs> Yes, I have a regular success, and I'm not going to improve that role. I'm not going to tell you what Hazel got. Phoenix, you do see something happening at the van. You don't know what precisely, but you see Sonny kind of rummaging around. And when he notices that, he's going to look at Eugene and say, you know what, I'll let you two get to know each other a little bit. I'm going to go, uh, I, I left something back in the van, just going to check on it. Great. Ah, I got your drift. <laughs> uh, and he gives you a little nudge as you leave. Yeah, don't don't get yourself in trouble, kid, all right? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he just kind of walks out to the van, pats Eugene on the back. Mick, you ripped that um, that jazz <laughs> cigarette. Um, (laughs) yeah i think in mick's mind he's now floating about three inches above the ground as he heads through the darkening desert great using his enhanced state of mind now in pursuit of the peyote that he knows must be out there somewhere i wanted to use this as a way of trying to push that natural world role that i just failed (laughs) i think uh yes go for it push away Oh, that is not a success. But wouldn't you know it, you do find, as you're looking over the horizon, you see, like, the yucca and the trees, stones. Your vision vibrates. The sky is, is painted its myriad colors. In your peripheral vision, you are sure that you see a white figure. And I don't mean just a white person. I mean something that looks completely unearthly pale. And as you whip around, it is no longer there. It's it's just like a trick of the eye. And where it was is a little bulb 
of cactus <laughs> about the size of a little pony keg with some black purpley flowers sprouting from it. I knew if I opened myself up, I'd find I'd be led to what I needed. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, back at the van, Phoenix is walking up to Sunny. Yeah. Can I have been like transferring money from the case into my bag? Yeah. Um, and you can let me know how how far into that I got. I think Phoenix catches this as it's happening, but there's enough in your bag where you you've got about halfway through. I want to say. Cool. Yeah. Oh, hey, Sonny. And I think kind of then <laughs> noticing. Hey, Sonny is going to try to cut her losses here, and she's got stuff stuffed away, and so she'll be like. Phoenix, I found this bag. It has some money in it. it. has a little bit of money in it. Whoa. She'll show him just the, like, the case and try to, like, stand in front of her, the bag that she was stuffing the other money into. Great. Where, where'd you find it? I don't, you know how I feel about money, Sonny. Uh... <laughs> I know, I know. It's such a, you don't believe in it on the long list of things that you don't believe in. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, out in the world so you know it's it's like i feel like it was it was meant for us you think it's like a destiny thing what else could it be it was just there just like in the middle of the desert or what show me where you found it maybe oh like maybe there's more stuff over there we can like dig around you know have a have an adventure it was out there it was just over there it was out there what are those plumes of smoke out there no Um, (laughs) I think I'm going to look at that bag and see that it's been cut open and just kind of mm-hmm. pull that part of the bag toward me to see what we're looking at here. And to cover her tracks further, I think Sonny will be like, you know, I was just trying to, I was going to stash this under mixed drums because we don't know Hazel yet. And I wasn't sure like what her deal is. And so I just wanted, it's like, we can just split it among us, you know? That's awesome. That sounds like fast talk. <laughs> Could have just kept my mouth shut. Could have just, uh, but no. Okay, well. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God. Uh, that is an extreme success. You prayed to the, the roll 20 gods today, didn't this you? This is Fena Vindication is what this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think since it's a five, it's almost like, shit, someone cut this bag open too. It's a, uh, it's a weird situation, but I mean. So weird. You found it, right? It's like, you know how I am finders keepers when I find glass bottles and it's the same thing to someone like you it's like you know that's like finding money exactly we all have our own treasures right right sky he kind of like eerily <laughs> holds sky in front of you <laughs> and uh Sunny as she always does will kind of like look at sky and then immediately just like <laughs> turn back to you anyway so we could fix up the van maybe we could get mix some nicer drums you know and and no sonny i don't know what eugene likes like sonny i know it's hard for you to understand but i do not want your money you're on your own path you know what i say like you know maybe it's predestined maybe you're kind of making the path it's all you know we're all on our little magical journey just trying to figure out how are we going to discover ourselves and maybe for you it's money i'm not going to begrudge you of that but but for me it's not so i don't want you to fix up johnny's van and I don't want any of your money, but if if Mick wants to buy, like, he probably wants to buy weed, but if he wants to fix up his drums or something, then then that's cool with me. This is to help us all make our dreams come true. Except for me. I don't want it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you know, and Eugene, be careful giving Eugene money. You know, 
you know, the kind of shit he likes to buy. The We can't fit any more pornography into this van. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Eugene, <laughs> um, Hazel is like kind of humming a tune and sort of like dancing in place in this, in the almost the living room of this abandoned house. Just like, crippled and crying. And if you... Move around in here. Again, you see all the graffiti and everything. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? I think so that he's just not staring Uh nonstop. (laughs) He's... He's trying to, like, feign that he's looking through drawers and stuff, but really all of his attention is on Hazel. But in doing so, he's, like, opening up any kind of drawers, anything he can. And there is, like, a a cabinet kind of, like, with a couple of drawers missing. And, uh, yeah, why don't you make a spot hidden? Uh, That's a regular success. This is a place bikers have been. There's, like, you're just seeing, like, cigarette butts and... uh, Gross. Like you open a drawer and like a bottle of uh, bush like <clears throat> rolls rolls forward, but you notice that behind it, behind it, there's a crack in the wall where the where the wallpaper is like falling off, and there's a little crack, and you see something colorful in this crack. That's it looks like someone has pushed into the wall itself. Oh, what do we have here? <laughs> it pulls it out. You reach down and pull it out. And it's tightly rolled up piece of paper. And as it kind of like falls open into your hand, parts of it kind of like just fall apart. This is clearly really old. Ooh. And you get the sense that like kind of doing the math in your head that this looks like it's from when this was a active house. This looks like maybe from the 50s or so, 25 years ago. And um, cool. Like a little book falls out and like flop, flops onto the floor. The cover's ripped off. Clearly pages are missing. And then what it was surrounding it is a bunch of pieces of cardboard paper crudely stapled together. And it looks like it's been done by a little a little kid. It looks like the child of the house hid this, had like a little hidey hole here. Like this might have been their room. Hmm. Hazel, look at this. Look at this. He's going to like get all really close, like brush up against Hazel's uh, shoulder there and, and show her the book. Look at this. Isn't this cool? I'm going to flip it open. Whoa. You flip it open and you, you're you looking at just there's a drawing of like a crude crayon drawing of like a big tree and a sun with a big smiley face. And you turn the page and the next page is ripped out. But the page behind it is halfway ripped and all you can see is like the second half of a bunch of writing and it just says no such thing as ghosts you turn the page again and there's a, a picture of a white dog and you turn the page again and it just says owl man oh snap you turn the page again and uh you see a picture of a crude like crayon held in fist drawing of a crying face Page ripped out. Comes at night. Page ripped out. Wanna go. Page ripped out. A picture of a small boy. And in the window of the room that the boy has depicted, there is a large white face grinning through the window. (laughs) Why don't you just, like, roll sanity? Yeah. (laughs) Why don't you just, uh, just for shits and giggles. There we go. Wow. That's an eight. Roll 20 is, yeah. 
on fire. It's just a little book. It's fine. You don't even take anything. <laughs> Kids have active imaginations. Wow. Yeah. What a creative kid. Uh, <laughs> this is probably a, belongs in a museum, though. <laughs> I told you there were creepy vibes. Yeah. Wait, what kind of energy does this book have? It's like some people, the square world is on a juice trip, right? Uh-huh. They're trying to drink it all away so that they'll be blind. But if we close our minds off to what's like spooky, then we miss everything, Eugene, right? Yeah. So you got to open up your mind to it all. I want to open up my mind. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to open up, Gene? Uh huh. Would that be a good point for Mick to come back with a handful of peyote? Yes, <laughs> Mick comes back and maybe with maybe a few little pods and buttons that you've plucked off of uh, off of this uh, cactus that you found. Okay. Did someone say they wanted to open up their mind? <laughs> Excellent. Um, so maybe, maybe at this point, our friends Sunny and Phoenix are back to are coming back, and the sun is setting. It is beautiful, and the temperature is dropping like it does in the desert, from being scorching hot to like actually a little nippy in the air. And um, Hazel's looking kind of sad, like hoping that someone will give her a, a jacket to to throw over her shoulders. And um, oh, uh, Eugene immediately takes off his blazer and. Great. He puts it on with a little like awkward pat. And he's like, oh, why did I do that? Sonny and Phoenix, are you telling your friends anything about what it is you have? Regardless of what Phoenix (laughs) wants to do, uh, Sonny has like hidden the bag now, basically like under uh, mixed drums or something. And, you know, has instructed Phoenix to just don't say anything until the four of us can kind of get alone again. Okay, just don't say anything. You know, Sonny, you say the four of us, but I think Hazel's really cool. Like, uh... Can we just get to know her a little before we split all this money with her? Well, we all just met on, like, a cosmic scale. But maybe, like, uh, (laughs) she could be, like, a mentor to you, right? (laughs) A stony stare. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think he's going to pick up on the stare, and he's going to go back and get these um, very patterned blankets that they have in the van when he realizes it's cold. Hazel wants to come with you. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we've kind of like walked in toward the house, but then he's heading back to the van. That's right. He's not going to stop anybody from following him back to the van. Great. Helping Sunny pack? Helping her pack? What do you you mean? Just going back to get some blankets, you know? Like, uh, it's getting a little chilly out here. Thought maybe... Oh, yeah. Gene was nice enough to give me his jacket, but every little bit helps. Are you ready to party tonight? Oh, yeah, we're always ready to party. I think we, we might even do like a drum circle. Mick's got this really cool ritual he does that, uh, you know, I don't. he's not always up for it. It depends what his energy feels like. But, um, yeah, I think tonight's going to be amazing. Like, oh, my God. If we make two guns ring with the sound of drums again. Oh, wow. Oh, it's like a musical ritual trip. We're going to really lock into the energy here at Phoenix. He's fond of Hazel. He's going to pull a sky close to Hazel and kind of lift up the back just to give her a little preview. And inside, he's got a bunch of little uh, square pieces of, of paper in there with, you know, blotter paper. And it's got um, uh, clown faces. It's like the bored apes of clowns, basically, <laughs> depicted on these squares. <laughs> You've got clown face. Um, 
stuff. Okay, great. So, um, <laughs> so that has all happened. Are we all indulging? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think Mick will just say to the others as we're gathered around the fire, the desert has given us a gift today and it would be churlish of us not to accept it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, groovy, man. Something new? Oh, I think it's something very old. Nice. Yeah, you know I'm down. And, it's just, and, and I feel like we're safe because we're all together, right? We're mm-hmm. basically a family. You too, Hazel. I think we, you know, we're like kin in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate my family. <laughs> yeah. Join the club. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm in. I'm. I'm in the club. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> well, that's society, right, man? You're born into this world without asking, and they try to put a role on you right away. But if you key into your energy, you can be anything you want to be, manifest anything for yourself, and family is just the people that you choose. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Yeah, let's find yeah. ourselves, right? Every day is an opportunity. Buy the ticket, take the ride. <laughs> Eugene, are you actually going to partake this time? I, I, I mean, if, if Hazel's going to... Y- yeah. Yeah. Come on, Jean. And she puts a little button of this cactus thing in her mouth, and she leans <laughs> forward and, this, and gives it to you as a kiss. <laughs> oh, he, he is in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he leans forward and like closes his eyes and then like opens them last minute. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix and Phoenix and Sky are gonna do the mouth to mouth exchange as well. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Are you Phoenix, are no. you are you cocktailing? Are you doing a are you doing a clown tab and this? Oh yes, the clown tab was first, but then he's gonna, you know, sit back and let that set in a bit before going into the cactus. Sweet. So I just imagine everybody sitting in a circle, maybe even just to start, like as you start to feel like the prickle on the back of your neck and uh, yeah, Hazel's looking at Eugene and just like smiling pathetically. It's like the colors, right? The colors of the sunset. And now we'll see the colors of the dark. I should probably warn everyone, this stuff does tend to make you puke. <laughs> puke, puke, puke. Everybody, everybody roll. <laughs> Why don't we all roll, uh, just everybody give a constitution mm. and then a power. Yeah, okay. Oh, wow. Zero three on the con roll. <laughs> oh, great. And a hard success on the power roll. Hard success on the con and... Excellent. Ooh, cup. And a hard success on the uh, power. Sunny is on fire. Roll 20 is being too nice. Uh, <laughs> He's going to fuck us later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I passed con and got extreme on power. Damn, everybody is crushing it. Eugene failed con. <laughs> of course. That sounds uh, right. Perfect, of course he right? did. Yeah, like- <laughs> uh, and succeeded on power by one point. Oh. Great. You feel this come on. And it begins as like a Mick, you would feel it like it's like a speedy rush. <laughs> you can feel your blood pumping. You feel your eyes dilating and taking in more light. 
anything you begin to focus on just wobbles for a second. It feels for a second like you might get nauseous, but you get on top of it and like, it's okay. It's okay. Your stomach is settled. That's everyone feels that way, except for Eugene and all. And suddenly like barbecue chips are coming up. (laughs) Try try not to vomit in the fire. (laughs) And you all passed these power rolls. Let's do it this, this way. You're going somewhere. It's, it's daytime. It's nighttime. It's not, it's daytime. That figure that you saw off in the distance, Sonny, even though it's like thousands of feet from you, miles away from you, you see its eyes as if it's right up close and then it's gone. You can ask a question, Sonny. What question do you ask this trip? <laughs> um, <laughs> because Hazel's there and Hazel's kind of like stolen focus, which is a sin in her mind from uh, away from Sonny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she wants, she's going to ask... How do I get the others back? (laughs) And her intention, I think, is, again, uh, control. Great. (laughs) And here's how the answer comes to you. You're just seeing the graffiti of this room swirling around you. The background seems to move and oscillate. And there, stock still in the center of all this movement, is the impassive face of Hazel looking at you. And you can tell that she knows about the money. You can tell that she knows. And she's going to turn them all against you. And you have to get rid of her. That's the only (laughs) way. You have to get rid of her. And she knows something she's not telling you. And uh, Eugene, you can ask a question of this trip. (laughs) Where? Where am I meant to be? And you see, like, your dad guiding every choice that you've made, riding you really hard to be good in school, yelling at you when you got a B plus instead of an A. You saw yourself winning salutatorian and him being disappointed because it wasn't valedictorian. And you're moving through, through college, excelling, excelling, always feeling his presence. Suddenly, it's all in the language of mathematics and chess, and you see geographic forms spiraling and unraveling in front of you, and you realize that there is that there is a way to freedom. There is a closest distance between two points. You're supposed to be using your intellect for freedom, for yourself, to actualize what it is you want. And it's hard to know what, what to do when you don't know what it is that you want. And You've been looking for your dad's approval and you realize you don't even want that. There's something coalescing in front of you and you just suddenly like as banal and pedestrian as it seems, you're looking into a into a really domestic scene of someone holding holding a child and it's a child that you're nurturing and you're caring in a way that your dad never did. <laughs> and the mother looks at you and smiles with so much love in her eyes and it's Hazel. <laughs> and then uh, uh, <laughs> Phoenix, um, what, what is, what's the question you want to ask this trip? Yes. <laughs> so Phoenix has been on many trips before, but he's never asked this question. So he's going to say, uh, what do you think the aliens want from us? <laughs> that is very interesting. Great. And remember, he's an ex-pilot, so he's seen lights that he can't explain. Right. You're in the sky. You're in the clouds. You see the curvature of the earth below you. And as you watch it, the curvature shifts and changes. Everything bends up. And you realize you're not looking down at the convex surface of the earth. You're looking up at the concave surface of 
of a enormous earth-sized sphere and you're somehow inside the earth there is a presence in front of you it is white it's regarding you with senses that are not sight or sound it's some other sense that it's looking looking in quotes through you and what the aliens want is to turn you into a door oh man and your blood is calling to them and they want to speak to you in the language of blood and stone <laughs> this is so different than what he thought his purpose was <laughs> uh, can i roll sanity yes absolutely you can um and uh because because it ain't over man and uh nick what is, what what question are you asking nick's question is actually a little similar to phoenix's that voice I've started hearing whenever I'm tripping. Is it just my imagination? Is it another part of myself trying to tell me something? Or is it really coming from outside? And you hear a voice murmuring in a language you don't understand. You're not in the house anymore. You're back out in the desert. You, you feel almost compelled to like dig, to dig, because the voice is emanating from inside, inside the earth. If there's something coming from the from the stones from beneath you there's something about like the way up is down the way out is through and your your purpose is to be a gateway your purpose is to be a door a passageway deeper 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 <laughs> and, like, um, and the voice telling you this is not speaking to you in, in any human language and in your peripheral vision the voice seems to be coming from a white figure uh sunny also as you see this truth about hazel silhouetted in the night sky as the stars wheel above you is <laughs> a white owl looking at you and <laughs> eugene is all these like geometric forms coalesce you can see like a white shape beginning to kind of like emerge and build itself in, in geometric fractalizing patterns as you fall into its eye again and again. And each time you do, the eye gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you realize that your eyes are useless. You don't need them. You can perceive in a thousand different ways. You should carve your eyes out. They're useless. And, um, and all of you should roll sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Eugene wasn't ready for the cactus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You should have started with weed. <laughs> Ooh, I failed by one. Success. I passed. I think for, for Phoenix, he's really just judging the quality of the drugs based on the vision, not necessarily believing the vision at this point. Okay. Um, I rolled a two. So Damn. Sunny's real real good on this um get rid of Hazel plan. She's super focused. She's, she's... <laughs> it was already the plan. <laughs> I, I, lo I love the idea that if you pass the sand roll, you've got the clarity of mind that you want to kill Hazel. If you fail yeah, the sand yeah. roll, you'd be, you'd be so insane that you want to kill Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, everyone who passed the sanity roll just takes one. Everyone who failed the sanity roll takes uh, four. I, I I think Phoenix is just going to ask Mick for another another hit of that. He wants to see if he can make the <laughs> make the image even more vivid. He wants to travel back to ancient civilizations in this 
concave version of the earth. Because you you flipped. You did more than <laughs> one. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just want you to see a tunnel, Phoenix. <laughs> like, as you... <laughs> As you are going deep, you're simultaneously underground. You're in some sort of like pyloric peristalting innard. It feels as though you're in some sort of beast. And you also feel as though you're in yourself and outside you're, you're in some way moving through yourself because you are a passageway. And as you move through, you realize that yes, you have to go down to go out. You have to go down to go up, you must descend to ascend. We are full of paradoxes, and you are a paradox, and as you go down, you emerge into a space that is... You look up, and you see, much like certain spoons you may have seen, constellations that are entirely unfamiliar. <laughs> These are not the stars of your world, and there are edifices all around you of impossible size, and you walk into one and you have the eerie sensation of being agoraphobic and claustrophobic at the same time <laughs> because these pillars in this building seem to rise up to a vanishing point and recede past the point where you can even see them. And the idea of the size of the thing that made this, the cyclopean dimensions of it, fill you with such awe and dread that... And, but you realize that this is the gate. This is where it leads. Somewhere as like horribly beautiful as this where you have the significance of a bacteria on the back of an ant. And like, yeah, I'm going to roll San again. Yep. Just because like, he, you know, mm -hmm. and I think he's feeling like he's, he's wondering, like, is this some kind of uh, like opposite reaction or yin and yang to his life as a pilot? Now it's this subterranean vision. Like mm -hmm. he's been trying to make amends for his military service by pursuing this life of peace. But he's wondering, like, is this some kind of punishment kind of taking me out of that element and putting me into the exact opposite, the suffering of the war machine that he was once part of? And as and per that, like, yes, please take that sanity. Oh, boy, I fumbled that one because I just went <laughs> under 50 with my one point yes. loss. That's what we like nice. to hear. So that means you maybe take <laughs> you maybe take ma max loss. <laughs> That let that gets you five sanity loss. Um, okay. So let's roll a, a an intelligence roll. Yes. Oh, I have good yeah. intelligence too. So this <laughs> could be exciting. Uh, all right. Let's see. <laughs> and I rolled a twenty-two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. As you are suddenly like going back out of this tunnel, you're go out of this tunnel, flying back like that war machine that you evoked. You're smelling gun smoke and smoke and fire and you're hearing screams and these screams are not in a language you understand and you're in a tight, enclosed, cavernous space and your lungs are filling with smoke and it's, no, 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 you have to get out and there's no way out. You can't go out the way you came. You have to go deeper. This is horrifying. You are choking in and drowning in, in midair in this tight space, uh, also retching up what, what was in your stomach as you shake off this vision. You have a, a, a burrowing instinct. You, you want to go deep. Yeah. You've got to go deeper. It's not safe out here. You've been in such a huge space. You've got to go. You've got you've to warren. You've got to be <laughs> in the way that like a dachshund wants to be in tight spaces <laughs> all the time. That's, that's what yeah. you need to do. I think I think almost like with a vacant stare, Phoenix is going to stand up from the circle and just go get some 
implement to dig with from out of the van. <laughs> nice. Wow. It comes at night. The Owl Man. <laughs> at the end of it, Mick just sits bolt upright, jumps to his feet, looks around wildly, and says, We gotta go to the cave! And then just passes out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and maybe when you hear that phoenix, you're like, yes, a cave. Yeah, I think he's in the middle of like digging a hole with a hand trowel and mm-hmm. didn't consider a cave. But uh, <laughs> but that's gonna that's gonna resonate with him. Eugene, because you passed that sin, I'm gonna say that maybe what's caught your eye is that little book that fell out of that crevice in the wall. You've got the the children's drawings, which now as you look at them appear to oscillate and <laughs> and and tessellate. And but you look at that book and it's an old dusty like history book for boys, like Tales of the Rip Roaring West. And <laughs> tales of like Butch Cassidy and and like heroics of the Mexican War, like a extremely biased American accounts mm-hmm, of, of course of, of Southwestern history. And you come upon a tale in the middle of this book that is dog-eared, where it talks about the legend at the top of the page is Death Cave. It describes an incident in the 1800s where during a conflict between the Apache and the Navajo, like a group of Navajo were, were trapped in a cave. The Apache built a fire at the mouth and all of the uh, Navajo that they trapped inside were suffocated. And since that time, that is where the, the, the cave has been known as the Death Cave. And that the, the area around it was cursed in the folklore of the era and of the people. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> he just repeats wow for about three minutes. <laughs> it's, it's morning, but the sun isn't up yet. Can everybody roll a spot hidden? Wow. Fail for Eugene. I rolled a six. I have an extreme success. Fail for Sunny. Uh, yes, that's a hard success. Mick, you're the first to notice that Hazel is gone. <laughs> she probably just gone out for a piece. Maybe I should check. I hope she didn't fall into the hole I, I dug last night. Uh, but it, the, the hole was only like a foot deep in reality. <laughs> he feels like he, uh, he dug this massive hole. Oh, fuck. What have you done now? <laughs> Trying to shake his head clear, gets up and staggers barely upright out the door looking for Hazel. Wait, where did my wife go? <laughs> He'll tag along. Phoenix will tag along. When Sunny realizes that Hazel's gone, she's going to run to to the van. (laughs) The case is gone. Like, slams the door of the van, just like kicks the ground. Fuck! Whoa, Sunny, whoa, whoa. Treat the van with respect. This van is our vessel to, like, find ourselves, you know? We got to take care of it. We got to take care of it, that's all. I'm sorry, Phoenix, but um, I think that Hazel took something of mine. Well, she wouldn't do that. <laughs> Eugene, you're so sweet. But I think you might be blinded by your dick right now, so why don't you just shut up? I had a thing, and now it's not here, and also Hazel's not here, so, you know, uh, ipso facto post whatever Latin shit, she took my stuff. Whoa, whoa, kids, kids, <laughs> come on. We're family. We can't be fighting like this. Sunny, Sunny, 
Where the hell would she have gone? Uh, she didn't take the van. Uh, you were miles from anywhere. You think she's, what, just walked off into the desert with your, your shit? There's a motorcycle out there, okay? And maybe she took the motorcycle. There's a motorcycle? Where? It's over by that tree. Oh, let's see if it's still there. And uh, the, the RE, the van, some of the um, wiring is now tumbling out of the uh, steering column. <laughs> no. And it looks as though someone unsuccessfully tried to hotwire this last night. Do you see? Do you see now, everybody? Phoenix is going to look down to the keys, which are still in the ignition, and say, uh, <laughs> "Okay, strains verisimilitude." Okay. You know, you know, Sonny, you know, Sonny. I, I don't think Hazel's the right mentor for you. On second thought, <laughs> thanks, Phoenix. Clearly, I appreciate that. Everybody's tripping balls. Okay, they're not making the most rational choices. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mick's going to go looking for that motorcycle. Great. Eugene, give me a hand. We gotta fix this. this. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you know? Did you know uh, that we don't actually need our eyes? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I learned. I le- did. Did you know? Nice, that? man. That, yeah, that shit must have hit you harder than it hit me. That, that's a. You know, you're right when you really think about it and kind of get deep with our purpose here. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I like. That's a good metaphor, uh, Eugene. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. People can roll psychology too if they want like to understand maybe what the hell is happening here sure well that's a fumble (laughs) there's no way that hazel would have gone off she's she's like you had a thing going like something must have happened to her like someone did this to her probably yeah i think hazel's in trouble we're destined to meet her remember you talked about destiny yesterday and we're destined me and her to have a, a child and have a life together so we have to go find her. Just trust me on this. I saw it. I failed, but I I would like to push the roll. Please do. By dropping acid to get Love it. better insight. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Uh, drop, yes. Drop, now drop that fast acting acid too. Uh-huh. <laughs> While I work on the van. <laughs> I love that acid is like your like your spinach. <laughs> but yeah, keep in mind this may take some time, so I don't know exactly when. Yeah, forty-five minutes to an hour to kick in usually. Uh, but yeah, um. uh, Sunny Pat, or get a regular success. Okay, okay, you did great. Um, Sometime later, with some... a six, Phoenix does have an insight. <laughs> so I think yeah, as you all are pacing around, like what the hell? Like looking around, like maybe even looking for footprints. Where the hell would she have gone? Time passes, and Phoenix is this as you're rolling your come down back up into another trip. Is <laughs> like the is like your your brain stem is getting fried by this stuff again. You have an insight that like, oh yeah, she'd go to the safest place. Like she probably like you knows that the safest places is, is down. You got to go down. Yeah, I think I saw like these cave paintings. Yeah, yeah. And it's right about that time, because you've been lingering here, that off in the distance you hear motorcycle engines revving in the distance. Plural? Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, my.
Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our Wolf Pack at patreon.com slash Slade, or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. See our show notes for full credits, and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you, and good luck out there.